Hello, Luxury Lounge listener. It's your boy, J-Train here. Just want to give a brief announcement before we get started today. My guest today is one of my best friends in the world, Keith Benjamin. He is the owner-operator of Uptown Social in Charleston, South Carolina. They're opening two new venues that we talk about throughout today's episode called Sharehouse and Bodega. I forgot to mention their grand opening. I mentioned it at the way end, but I, I want to make sure I got this right at the top. Their grand opening for Bodega and Sharehouse house is February 17th and then they're open forever and ever we hope so February 17th share house which is like a Baja style cantina that's going to have you know that you can go to all throughout the night and bodega which is more of a cafe they're serving breakfast sandwiches in the morning coffee and then they turn into a cocktail bar in the afternoon so I want you all to go for their grand opening and beyond so February 17th if you live in Charleston South Carolina go 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 share house and bodega you can also find them on on Instagram at Bodega CHS and at Sharehouse CHS on Instagram so you can follow them. If you don't live in Charleston, consider this your opportunity to follow those accounts so that when you go, you can make these places a part of your trip because you will want to. I promise you they're going to be fantastic. Uptown Social is already a blast. I've done shows there in the past. And again, February 17th, Sharehouse, Bodega. That's the grand opening. Go check them out in sunny Charleston, South Carolina and enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head into the lounge, we close the door, we air our grievances with the world, and listen, any grievance is allowed here in the lounge. The door is closed. This is a safe space. This is where you come to let people know how upset you are with some of the things that people won't let you be upset about. They won't let you say, but... You know, the air conditioning was too high or was too hot. This is the only safe place on the internet in your world that you can complain about rich problems, poor problems, medium problems. We'll take your middle class issues. We'll take your lower middle class, upper middle class, middle middle class. We'll take them all. And if you want your issue read in the lounge, send it to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Uh, let us know what you're talking about in the titles. Give us a little sauce, Luxury Lounge, Dash, Baratada, whatever that is, okay? And remember, when you're writing an email, we write to edit. I want you to take your thumb and your pointer finger and spread them as far apart as possible and make a little little box. The, make the corners, the, the two corners of a box. That's how long the email should be. That's, that's a good length. You've said your piece. You know, we the soapbox is only so strong here in the lounge. We can't hold you up for days at a time. So write in, uh, gmail.com, title it Luxury Lounge, um, so you get read on this podcast. That's how you get read. I'm on the road, people. And if you're listening to this, I am in Sacramento, California. That's right, Sacktown. I'm there. Tell your friends in the area to come. Great shows. I, I've been in that club. It's been a few years, but... It is a fun place, um, so let them know Sacramento this weekend. Miami, 
Doing one night only with Ricky Velez, Hartford, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Omaha, Salt Lake City. You've been added. Denver, Columbus, Newark, New Jersey. Yeah, that's right, Newark. I'm coming back. East Providence, Rhode Island, Nashville, Dayton, Albany. JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. And listen, if you love the Luxury Lounge, we do a Patreon version. The Patreon is a is the Patreon is where this was birthed from. Patreon, I read every single complaint every week. So if you want to sign up for that, it's $5 a month. Uh, you get three extra podcasts a week. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Okay, enough enough with the with the ads because I got a very special guest today. He is uh he's been in the lounge. He's been on the J he is an OKP of the J Train Podcast, an original key player. He is a restaurateur. He is a and he is an OKP to me before this podcast even existed. I've known him my whole life. And he is the owner of a great, great restaurant and bar down in Charleston, South Carolina. So if you're in Charleston, you better listen up. This is your episode. But we know Charleston is an international city. Not only are you know all your bachelor parties, all your bachelorette parties, all your weekend trips, you're going down to Charleston. So if you want to be in the know, if you don't want to have to go to Google or Father Algorithm to let you know where to go, I'm letting you know right now. It is a friend of the pod. You will be treated as royalty. If you say J Train Podcast, they're going to roll out the red carpet for you. Keith Benjamin, thank you for coming on. This is a big deal, Jared. We go Huge. way back. We go way back. I'm excited to be I even I'm excited fucked to up, be here. I fucked up the intro. It's Uptown Social, which everyone already knows. That's the that that is the the OG of Charleston. You know, you know, is it nightlife? I don't wanna, nightlife. Yeah, you. Yeah. I mean, I go down there. I've done shows there. Uptown Social is that's the place to be, right? That uh, we, you have we become. We like to say it's it's all the things for all the people. So if they, if they want to come for for brunch, have at it. Grandpa, mm-hmm. grandma, eat some eggs. You want to you want a darty, which is which is a, a term. I'm sure you the, you, you the talk day about party, it. the day party. Yeah, the darty is <laughs> a real real deal thing on the rooftop at Uptown Social in front of the wings. You gotta you yes. gotta take a picture in front of the butterfly wings, and then you know nighttime that 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 moon comes up and you got bands and DJs, some DJ downstairs, band upstairs, or vice versa, and if, you know this is never a podcast ended. with a fun listenership. Yep. And I, your gut, like, and here's what I would say about Uptown Social and why I love it so much. It's, it's your base. It's the, it's your go-to. You know, it, it is a cheers of sorts. You're gonna walk in there. You're gonna feel very comfortable right away. There's gonna be a drink you can get real quick. You can get some, you know, some good eats, some good like shareable type of thing, good pizza, and then you can go to the dinner that night. And right. then you can go to the dinner that night, and you can go. What are we going to do later? And you're going to go, well, we don't really ah go back to Uptown. It's a totally different scene. Totally. And you can get the party. You can get the chill. You can you can get a seat. I know we have people. Listen, you get above 30. You don't want to be standing with two drinks in your hand. You know, you can get a seat here. Depending on the day. We pull some seats <laughs> on the weekend. Not all. We can't guarantee here. seats. Okay. Yeah. Well, this, is a, this is a big topic here in the luxury lounge of yeah. overselling, underdelivering. Yeah. You, you, you'll have a friend without a seat. You'll you, find a right. seat, but one friend, you know, the loser who doesn't get it. We like to say these bachelor and bachelorette parties come down on a Thursday and they're like, you know, what should we do this weekend? And I said, I could send you to a bunch of places, but really mm. you'll, you'll probably just be happiest here. And then we see them for lunch on Thursday, party Friday night, 
lunch on Saturday, party Saturday night, and then they come in with their suitcases before <laughs> before their flight on Sunday. And we we actually have just created merch that says "Change Your Flight," and it's like a luggage tag that goes on. It. Yeah, and and we have hats and shirts, and we're like, "Change Your Flight." We'll buy your next round and stay in rage all day. I, I let me just say. Keith is the king of merch. The Uptown merch is fantastic. I mean, you're going to buy a T-shirt. I, I mean, we could go on and on about Uptown, but that's already a successful uh, establishment. You have made Keith came from New York City and created an establishment in Charleston, and everyone should go to Uptown. You're opening not one, but two new locations. Like I, this is insane to open and listen. This podcast, The Luxury Lounge, is an aspirational podcast. There's a lot of people that write in about businesses and they want them to be better. You're opening two in a pandemic, maybe not in Charleston, maybe the pandemic was over about seven years ago. But what, what, what you're opening two places and they're called Bodega and Sharehouse. I want you to explain each of them and why not one, but two. What, what's, yeah, so we're, we're stoked. I mean, it's, it's, uh, we took over an old train depot dating back to 1849. Awesome. Uh, the, the building the building spans an entire city block. It's about 8,000 square feet, indoor, outdoor, with a kitchen in the middle of the space. Two-thirds of the building will be called Share House, which is like a Baja-style cantina during the day with really light bites, sliders on house-made rolls, um, you know, all sorts of entertainment, DJs and bands like you're familiar with seeing it on mm-hmm. social. And then as the as the sun goes down, we'll probably pull a little bit of furniture and get that party going again and, and let people have at it. The other side of the building, Bodega, opens at 7 a.m. Now, mind you, Jared, you know the way I take my coffee. I am not a coffee expert. Not a coffee guy. I am Keith I, and I, I Keith and I, I I'll harken back. We were once on a bachelor party or and we went to McDonald's to get coffee. Yep. And I'll ne- I've never I'll, I'll never forget this in my entire life. I said to the coffee guy at McDonald's, he just walked up. He goes, whatever you do with it. And I was like, that is unheard of as far as coffee or just whatever you do as creams, yep. sugars, give yep. it all. So Keith is not yep. a coffee guy. No, but we do have a coffee guy. So we hired a coffee guy. <laughs> yeah, you, know, Jared, you and I have guys, right? We're not. Yeah, doing no, 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 no. I ain't hanging out. I ain't hanging the poster on the wall. No, no, no. There's no a guy way. that's going to come. No way. No. no way. So I have a guy for coffee, right? So we had a guy for pizza at Uptown Social. I have a guy for coffee at, at Bodega. Open at 7 a.m. daily. Our chef, Alec Grotman, came down from uh, Connecticut, Fairfield, Connecticut. I don't know if you guys have a lot of listeners, but he, he had a spot called the, the Country Cow, which was his favorite deli growing up. So we're doing these huge uh, breakfast sandwiches on house-made Kaiser rolls big lunch sandwiches, and then at 3 o'clock, the coffee bar and the sandwich service cuts off, and we go into, like, a craft cocktail and beer bar at night with, like, kind of Miami lounge vibes, really cool tropical DJs, some acoustic music, um, and it'll be really cool, um, intimate. We actually got a, a local artist to paint uh, graffiti all over the room, so it's super it. unique. And, uh, you know, I think that something about Charleston is is – People are used to really the Southern charm, the grits, the the local flavor. What we've done since we moved down here is we've, we've respected the culture, we've respected the history, but we've certainly 
paid homage to our roots. So if you've been to Uptown Social, you're probably familiar with the hair of the dogs of the world and, and mm-hmm. 13 stepped out the hatch in New York City. That's where we come from. But now with Bodega, um, it's really kind of an homage to New York style bodegas and the grittiness of, of those spaces. I, and then, yeah, and then share houses like Avalon or or the Hamptons. I mean, that's where we grew up going on on, on weekend trips when we were out of college. I, I got to say that I love I love everything about this. Of course, I'm going to say that because you're one of my best friends and I'm so happy you're like here on the podcast. And I'm so happy to see the 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 restaurant group grow. But when I was down there, these are necessities in Charleston because now you are a destination. You are a place people want to go to for a weekend for a guy's trip and for a and you want something you know, new but familiar and easy but fun and not just anyone can just walk in. You want it to be, you know, you want to go to a fun party that you can hang with your crew and especially the breakfast part. I remember, where do you get breakfast? And it's like, well, you got to get, you know, grits and and heavy, you know, 7,000 things. And you're like, well, where's... Where's the bacon, egg, and cheese? Let me just get it in me, you know? And I think that's what you're, you're filling... A need here. So Sorry. we need you. Obviously, you obviously heard my dog, but uh, I, it's okay. Yeah, we, yeah, the dog is we, excited too. Yeah, we're we're filling a need here, and um, you know, Charleston is is a, is really become a town for everyone. And so, as these big bachelorette parties come down here, or wedding parties, or corporate groups, or mm-hmm. whatever it might be, they might be looking for the shrimp and grits, right? Or they might be looking for sure. the husks of the world, or halls, which is an amazing, amazing steakhouse. Halls but is also, great. But also people like you and I, Jared, are looking for approachable spots to go yes. and, and eat and drink, right? And so that's what you like when I'm sure you're in every city. You and I have been hanging out for, fuck, 30 years now. Yeah. Um, I, I know what you like. I know what I like. And it's not always the highbrow spot. It's the spot where we can throw on a vest and a hoodie or a hat and go watch sports and, and slug a bunch of Bud Lights. And you want that base. I always say to people, like when they're doing, they, we have so many people writing about bachelor parties, bachelorette parties. How do I do a great bachelor, bachelorette party? It's like, have your tent pole events. Have the spaces that people can float in and out of. Have the place that you can go. You you know your most miserable friend will be okay. Yes. yes and, yes. and this is kind of the, the share house, bodega, uptown social. These are all kind of filling those needs for everybody. So it's funny. You, you mentioned the most miserable, miserable friend. That's the person yeah. that we get stuck with on all these bachelor parties, right? Because <laughs> the so groups true. are like the groups are like, let's move. And the guy's like, nah, man, I'm good. I'm just going to park it right here. I'm hitting on this chick. And the next yeah. thing you know, three days later, this kid's in the same stool. <laughs> so listen. And he's looking for hookups. And I'm like, I'm yeah. never going to see you again. Yeah, dude. Uh, you, you this get ain't out of, happening. You're getting on an airplane. Don't change your flight. Leave. Yeah, please. Get out of here. We're not giving <laughs> you another shot. We don't want yeah. a free round for you. So yeah. listen. Um Whoever you are, if you're, I, and I don't want to restrict this to age because I hate that. I think, you know, everyone of every age, every background is taking the trips to Charleston or they're in Charleston right now. They're living because we have a, we have a listenership there. Go check out Bodega. Go check out uh, Sharehouse. Go check out Uptown. You'll, I mean, everyone knows Uptown at this point, but I want you guys to follow them on social media too, because it'll be a subtle reminder like, hey, oh, oh my God, I do follow that thing because right now you might have no trip to Charleston planned and then you might. So 
at Bodega CHS, at Sharehouse CHS, at Uptown, so at Uptown Social CHS. So it'll be all over my socials. We'll share it when this episode comes out. But what I wanted to do this week, I wanted to do something a little different since I got my buddy Keith here. He is a restaurateur. He deals that's, with that's a stretch. That's a stretch. Well, I mean, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking about all this great food, but but restaurateur is a stretch. Listen, Anyone that's I, uh, been to these spots knows they, that's Yeah, listen. And if you're in New York City, I, Keith mentioned before, 13 Step, Hair of the Dog, uh, Off the Wagon, Down the Hatch. These are these are like now institutions in New York where you just If you know, like chicken wings, I'm a yeah. restaurateur. Okay, so <laughs> we're going to call you Chicken Wing Keith. Okay. Right, there we go. Here we go. <laughs> CWK. So <laughs> Chicken Wing Keith, um, you know... It's funny because we usually get the complaints from in front of the bar. I want to hear the complaints from behind the bar. So I'm going to I'm going to give up my time to you and we're going to give your top five worst bar goers. And I want to before we get into it, hit the music for Keith. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Okay. Keith, your top five worst restaurant bar goers. What do you, Let's what do go. you got? Midnight, Saturday. Yeah. 11 girls come up to the bar at a bachelorette party. <laughs> we'll have 11 vodka sodas. Yes. Close it. And then 11 credit cards come out. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. The worst part about this is knowing that Venmo exists. 11 like, credit cards. And and that's the thing. You know, there's there's got to be one representative who wants points that goes, hey, it's going. I'll the do guys, this round. Because it's not your last. Bachelor parties, 100%. One guy pays. Always. Get, I want get the it points. over with. I want the points. I want the points. The girls Listen. are like, no, 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 no. She's not going to pay me back. I don't even know her. She's a friend of a friend. 11 not, Yeah, there's too much emotion involved. And listen, we're not just, we're not trying to hammer on women. I'm sure you got some complaints about yep. some of the dudes that come to your bars, believe me. But yep. I'm saying this is, you do see it at comedy clubs too, where uh, I remember I was in Nyack, West Nyack, New York, and I, it was like the first show on Thursday, and it was a group of women sitting around, and the checks come while you're on stage. And you're and they're like, hey, what? Do you no, know you know me? And I go, just throw them in, just throw one down, take care of it later. Yep. I was like, listen, it can take five minutes. When it gets up to fifteen minutes, you guys are the problem. And and yep. and for the you know, at that point, that is also up to the planner of the trip, the bachelorette oh. party, where they go. Like you need to get everyone close enough to say that they can trust that it's going to come back to them. That's another yep. thing. So yep. it's like, hey, I'll do the first. We're sticking around. Let me do the second. But I guess that's a lack of trust in the bachelorette party. So, yeah, that's brutal. It's brutal. The, the, the next, I would say, number two. Mm. This always happens with guys, believe it or not. Come okay, up. Okay, dudes. 
order a couple drinks, swipe the card, put an X through the tip line, look at the bartender, wink, and say, I'll get you at the end. No what, way. This is the this is the end. The end. The close. If there's a receipt, receipt means the end. The end. This, this effectively what you're saying is you don't want to drink the rest of the night. I'm going to stiff you now. Yeah. Because there's, there's 500 other people in the bar, and I will look at every other person before I look at you. Because so, I'm not going to well, look. You, for, the, I'm not you're saying look for the person that might tip me at the end, but definitely you're, won't. You're saying. The bartender at that point, you have that bartender. And I'm not. Do you, I don't bartend, but 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 no. But I'm saying the hypothetical. You're saying yep. the hypothetical bartender is yep. saying, I will never serve this guy the no rest way. of the night. Do you tell the other bartenders? Is that is that word given around? Yes. Hey, the guy in the hat, tip later, guy. Yeah, yeah. He's. No we got an IOU. Yes. In the corner. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That guy's not. Get, that guy's not <laughs> going to drink the rest of the night. Now that dude, he's never with a woman. It's it's him. Two guys. It's always two dudes. Number three. Walking up to me, Keith, mm. when I'm working the front door. So, and- Keith, you're at the front door. You're the owner-operator. You're yep. Chicken Wing Keith, restaurant Keith. Keith. Standing, <laughs> standing at the front door, and, and, and a group comes up and says, I know Keith, the owner. To you. To <laughs> me. <laughs> I don't know you. I'm Keith. Well, hold on. Hold on. Let me let me give you some feedback. Yeah. Um, let's say someone says, I know Keith, the owner, but they heard you on the J Train podcast luxury lounge. Which I've and heard. We just, which I've got, I've got a so, few so we got to let them off the hook with that because they, oh, might, not, they, get, they might have le- listened to you. They're coming right in. They're coming. Okay. They're so you'll, coming right you're in. okay. So they have to say, I know Keith from the luxury lounge to really get the, the treatment. Yeah. But, but okay. saying you know me when I don't know you doesn't work. No, no, no. You okay, okay. number four. Walking up from another bar. Yeah. Throwing up on the street. Okay. <laughs> walking up to the door and saying you're not yeah. allowed in and saying to us, I just had to clear that out. I'm good to go. <laughs> I had t- <laughs> So the, the excuse is dinner. I got too full of dinner is what they're expecting you to believe. Right. I'm good. I just had to clear it out. The old puke and rally is, yep. is what they're and they're making. Yeah. And they have to understand your position at that point. You can't you can't trust that the guy who just puked is now a OK. No. You also I mean, also, you can't you don't want someone who smells of vomit walking around your establishment. That's not what we want. No, and now then all the of a other... sudden, I'm, now all of a sudden, I'm not chicken wing Keith. I'm bombing. No, guy. you're vi- you're, 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 yeah, you're you're puke and rally Keith. And right. the the other issue is liability. Like yeah, that's that's, I, what we have, that's what we think about all the time, right? It's just totally it's making sure that we're making right decisions, whether it's myself, my business partners, the yes. security at the door, and just flagging people that don't belong in our in our spot. Listen, any time someone at a bar speaks to you and you can't believe it you have to and i say this as a former lifeguard myself okay as someone has who used to lifeguard lifeguard jared lifeguard jared l l g j there we go i i they're the biggest lifeguard training you get is preemptive you have to get in front of things so like that's why like when people like no running at the pool 
No running at the pool isn't because we don't believe you know how to run near a pool. It's because (laughs) running leads to falling, leads to drowning. So this is in in, when you are sitting there going, what are you talking about? Take a minute to to think about, are you doing the bar version of running at the pool? It's all about risk mitigation. There's and that. Yep. That's where Chicken Wing Keith comes in. He knows all the, the lingos. Okay, number right. the last one. We we I, I gotta go six because there's two okay, more. Okay, please, really please, please. Uh, you come you come in. You're underage, mm. right? Mm. You use the fake ID. Your fake ID. ID. Your ID has been confiscated by the bouncer, mm. and you then say that your dad is a lawyer, and you're going to have the bar <laughs> closed. I would say. Anytime someone says my dad is a lawyer, they're in the wrong. You, 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 you are 100% wrong. I can't think of any sentence where my dad is a lawyer is even necessary no. to what's happening in your life. No, it, 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 it's, it's the irrelevant. Only, the only time it makes sense is you and your friend are driving in a convertible in the south and you get wrongly accused of someone else's murder. You get thrown into jail. Is my cousin look, Eddie? Yes. And you look at your friend and you go, my dad is a lawyer. Don't right. worry. That's right. the only time that it's okay. Or right. my cousin Vinny yes. is a lawyer. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Do you Last get that a lot? Does that come out a lot? We do. It's just, you know, give, I mean, me my fake, should... give me my fake ID back or I'm going to have you closed down. My Listen, dad's a lawyer. That should tell you a little bit about the demo that walks into Keith's establishments. Um, and the, the, it's the, a, best, the best is when you like Google. It's funny because sometimes we'll Google that guy. Sure, you got it. That guy's dad's like a real estate attorney. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Googling. The it's well, great. yeah, let's go check him out. Yeah, like right. I always think about that. Like if I was working, like I always think of the people checking people in at hotels. Yeah. I'd be looking up every single person that comes yeah. in. Like there's yeah. no, there's not even like, like what else are you going to do with your time? There's so much dead time. Like a 12 so like, hour shift. You only have someone yeah. check in every couple, couple hours or minutes or whatever I'm, it is. I'm checking out everybody. Like if I had a, like I would think if my girlfriend saw my search history, she'd be like, who the fuck is, who, who the fuck is Frank Goldberg? I'd be like, I don't know. I just wanted to see, <laughs> wanted to see what this guy did. Yeah, he's in room 610 this weekend. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> your last customer last complaint. A, a 2 a.m. Yelp review. 2 a.m. Because mm. we can see when these things get posted or when they pop up. So this is interesting. A 2 a.m. Yelp review about how you totally weren't drunk and you and your five <laughs> buddies and you and your five buddies that were thrown out for all being in the stall at the same time weren't yeah. up to anything but just taking a leak. No, they were just having pixie sticks. Right, <laughs> just, just the just. five guys in the stall at one thirty in the morning were just all crossing streams. Yeah, no, it, and the thing is, listen, you're go- if five dudes walk into a toilet, no one thinks they're all get taking care of one another's makeup. That's just not what people assume, you no. know. So, no. yeah, that's that's a bad look. Especially and also, when they're all standing, you don't see, you know, if you look on, feel like look under the stall, just see what's going on. <laughs> And nobody's nobody's uh, pants are dropped. You know, no, it's everyone, just like everyone's just standing there. They're just having a team meeting, just discussing right. where to go next as close right, as possible, right. and in yeah, the place that smells nights. like duty. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so it is. Um, 
That is so funny. So then they go, these people have the gall to try and, yeah. you know, hypothetically, we think they're doing We're going to smear you on Yelp. On 2 a.m. Like, imagine so then, waking up. Imagine, like, the best part is, like, as we joke about the restaurant tour thing, you go mm. to Yelp. Let's say, let's say, uh, grandma and grandpa are taking a trip from Oklahoma <laughs> and, the, and yeah. they jump on Yelp and they're like, they're like, they see that, uh, you know, Johnny Barstool. Is, yeah. is 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 logged on at 2 a.m. on Saturday night saying, don't go to this place. They kicked yeah. five guys out of the stall at the same time. And then yeah. grandma and grandpa are like, no way. I'm not going to eat a cheeseburger there. Yeah. Grandma and grandpa don't understand that Mr. Chodestein 69 isn't right. a real person at 2 a.m. Right. Yeah, they don't get right. it. They And it, it, that's, that's the thing. Yelp shouldn't allow people. It's, it's like one of those, like, you don't go to bed angry. You shouldn't allow if you're angry about it at 7 a.m. I believe you. Yeah. If you're angry about it at 2 a.m., I just have to believe Johnny. You know, Grant Chodestein, 69, right. has just too much energy from all the pixie sticks he was doing in the bathroom at another establishment. Yes, definitely, definitely at another establishment. Absolutely. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Chime. It's a new year, which means it's time to leave behind the things that don't serve you, like overdraft fees. When your checking account balance is running low, the last thing you need is an overdraft fee. But the award-winning app and debit card Chime can save you that hard-earned paper. No overdraft fees. Eligible members can overdraft up to $200 on debit card purchases and cash withdrawals with absolutely no overdraft fees. Make your first good decision in 2022 and join over 10 million people using Chime. Sign up to takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com slash JTrain. That's chime.com slash JTrain. Now the stuff the lawyers make me say. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Overdraft only applies to debit card purchases and cash withdrawals. Limits start at $20 and may be increased up to $200 by Chime. See Chime.com slash spot me. Chime, a new way to build credit. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Best Fiends. Love is in the air, and we all know the best kind of love is self-love. So sweep yourself off your feet this Valentine's Day by hanging out with your best fiends. I love this game. It's great. It's perfect for when you want to just put your brain on the shelf and stop thinking for a little bit. You know, it, and everyone's workday is different. The flow of your workday. Everyone needs five minutes to sit down and hang with some colorful cartoon pals. Best Fiends is the mobile puzzle game that anyone can download and play. Best Fiends is the perfect game with thousands of levels you can play for just a few minutes or get lost in it for hours. And they're always adding new levels. That's what I love. It's just never, it's never the same old thing. The more you play, the more characters you collect and the more you win, the more challenges you face. Put simply, the more you play, the more you'll want to play. And since new characters and puzzles are added all the time, the fun never stops. I love that it keeps changing. Ready to give your brain some TLC? Download Best Fiends today for free on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. I'm so happy you're here, Keith. Everyone needs to go. This is, I think this is informative for, and listen, so many times people, anyone can come into the lounge. So people from behind the bar, people from in front of the bar, I actually searched in my email thank thank you google because i wouldn't have been able to prep for this podcast on my own the i typed in i'm in the mailbox luxury lounge and i just typed in restaurant 
Okay, so I'm going to give some luxury complaints that all have restaurant search keyword in them. I don't have a staff. I don't have an intern to go look this stuff. So we might get into some that don't end up being restaurant related, but they all have restaurant written in them. So <laughs> these I can't, I'm just excited whenever you do have that intern. I can't wait to see who it is. I <laughs> did I ever tell you the story about when I interviewed an intern. No, I would love to hear. I was, it. So when I was working selling life insurance, I was which, everyone, which is a story for another day. Another day. If so I could, I, tell, if I could tell this group about how many times life insurance Jared would call me on the regular and just said, "Stay on the phone with me," so my just, boss thinks that I'm trying to sell life. Let's just hang out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I one time. Um, they were like, everyone was hiring interns. That was like a thing people would do because you could get people to like help you out. And this became a thing for, so I ended up putting in an ad for an intern on like Craigslist and I would, all these like NYU kids would come in. And I remember I got to interview them. So I interviewed this one kid and I'm like, and I like, I, I like, um, I had all these questions. I was like, so what would you do as my intern? He's like, um, you know, and like, they're all nervous. They're sweaty. They think I'm like a real person, but I'm like 24. <laughs> and I go, I, and I ask all these questions and I go, how much do you bench? And the guy's like, what, what are you talking about? And I go, how much do you bench? And he goes, um, um, like, I don't know, like, you know, one plate on each side. He like says away. He's like 165. I don't know. And I'm like, and he's so nervous. And I go, okay. And I'm like, where are you from? Where'd you go to school? What's your GPA? Can you tell me how you would do this? And then I hand over a script for cold calling. Cause I used to cold call. So I handed this kid a script. I'll never forget it. And he's like sweating. He's so nervous. And I go, dial this number. You're going to do a cold call. So he picks up the phone. He dials the number. He's like, hi, um, I am a representative with blank and blank advisors. And I would like to know if you need financial planning. And I'm sitting on the other side of the phone. I'm going, come on, come on. Like, I'm like, and I'm in his face. I'm like, you got to read it, read it better. And I'm yelling at him off the phone. And he goes, and I, and, and he goes through the whole script and then, on the other side of the phone, he didn't know this, but it was one of our buddies from our fraternity. And he literally goes, okay, you sound like a good kid, but how much do you bench? And the kid, <laughs> the kid looks up at me and he's like, his eyes just widen, just like, well, this was a whole fucking trick the whole time. He's like, how much time do you have in the day? So that was the last time I had an intern. So let's get to the That's emails. Podcast at gmail.com. We're here with Keith Benjamin, an OKP of the show, an OKP to me. And I want everyone right now Uptown Social and their new establishment, Sharehouse, a cantina, Baja-style restaurant, fantastic. Bodega, cafe, you're getting bacon, egg, and cheeses in the mornings, and it's a craft cocktail lounge in the afternoon. I love it, I love it, I love it. You might even see your boy J-Train there from time to time. I'll be having the craft cocktails. I'll be ordering an espresso martini every now and again. Espresso martini happy hour. What? I can't believe I left that out. Espresso How? martini happy hour, Monday to Thursday, four to seven daily. Okay. At, at half where? Price, at, half price espresso martinis. At Bodega? At Bodega. So listen, people. I mean, bachelorette party. I mean, there is a woman planning a bachelorette party that just slid off her chair. There is. <laughs> so if you get there on Thursday, by five o'clock, you got two hours yep. of half price 
Espressi Martins. Ah, they should. You, you got to rename it the the J Train Happy Hour. So we should do that. So do that. Uh, let's get to the emails. J Train Podcast at gmail.com and go follow Bodega CHS Sharehouse CHS on Instagram. It's going to be all over my social media. We got time for emails. Let's do it. Okay, luxury lounge complainy service workers. Okay. Um. Feather, feather, thanks for all you do. My complaint has nothing has to has to do not with the shortage of service workers that keep our restaurants, hotels, and general services running, but rather the remaining hardworking people who show up unload on customers about how hard it's been. Guess what? We all know because we haven't been living under a rock, and it's hard for many of us too. But we still got to eat. I always try to ask someone who's helping me how they are. For example, true story. Ginger, who is working at the breakfast bar at a Hampton Inn. Normally, I'd get a polite response in return, like, I am well, thank you for asking. But instead, the benign question became an opener for them to completely unload, telling me they've worked eight straight days. And oh, yeah, today's their 50th birthday. And then they started showing me the place on their back where they're getting their next Bible verse tattoo. I don't know how to respond at times. And now I somehow feel guilty for not getting them a card or a birthday cake. I am <laughs> Captive, paralyzed audience while I wait for my bagel to eject from the toaster. It's like punishment for being a thoughtful human being. Corporate slash HR, surely instruct employees on right and wrong ways to communicate with patrons. Yet here I am doling out free therapy and pep talks to staff who are stretched too thin. I'd rather leave a generous tip to the person that provides exceptional service despite their situation who doesn't let on that they're having a shitty day versus one uh, who practically sits down at the table with me to whine about how hard things are while my food gets cold thanks for listening to my complaint sincerely your customer not your therapist mr benjamin what do we think i i totally agree with this person i totally agree with this person as well we we actually have have staff meetings and management meetings quite often and 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 we say listen we've all made a choice right i think i think the pandemic gave everybody the opportunity to step back and reflect Mm. and decide what they want to do right and for many folks in the restaurant industry and and nightlife and and, uh, and, and hotels, what have you said, it's not for me, it's mm-hmm. not for me. I'm going to go and I'm going to sell life insurance or I'm going to travel or, you know, I'm going to whatever, whatever it is, but the people that stuck with it, they're not doing us a favor, right? This mm-hmm. is the choice that they've made. This is what they have chosen to do for a living. Nobody's mm-hmm. putting a gun to their head. Nobody's saying this is where they have to work. So we say that no matter how many shifts you work, and we will do our best to accommodate your schedule mm-hmm. that it is your job to make the customer's experience as great as it can be. Now, we also say that the customer is not always right. And I listed mm. many reasons 10 minutes ago as to why the customer is not always right. So if the customer acts like an asshole, well, the customer is an asshole. We should handle that accordingly. But if the customer is coming in and saying, how are you? You really should say and forget whatever's going on outside of this place. You should say, Mm -hmm. I'm great. I'm having a good time because you have chosen to be in customer service. I see. I totally agree with you, Keith. And I think something, you know, you can't really say it yourself. I'll say it for you. People who are usually it's someone who with who has a bad manager that's doing this because these are, you know, this person. And they said that they're at a Hampton Inn, which they don't know Mr. Hampton. 
Like, right. I think this is the problem with like how big companies can get. Like, and if you lose sight of like management, then the employees go to a listening ear and guess who's listening? The customer who's like, how you doing? Because right. they just want to be a nice person. You are a good manager. These people know chicken wing Keith is here for me. He's going to, he's not going to let me just customer isn't always right. I got a voice that I can speak to someone. So, and here's the other thing. Some people might hit back at you and say, well, not everyone has a choice. Well, even people with limited choices now have the people with choice out of the way and they can crush it where they are. Right. I'm sure there's people that you hired the, the best shifts. And yep. then also, so you go, you're hiring someone that maybe you never would have found before. That's now an all-star in your team because they entered in the middle of the pandemic. They're crushing yep. it. And yep. now all of a sudden they're, you know, Keith, you were working at one of the bars that now you are part of the ownership group of. Sure. Like this is how it happens. Shifts yeah. in the market open up opportunities for other people to come in. So if you're there sitting there, and again, if you're there going, oh, we had a pandemic and, you know, I guess I get a dollar of tips today. Everyone goes, well, there's nothing I can fucking do. Your manager right. sucks or right. you need to talk to your manager. It's not me. And it's funny you, you talked about that, Jared, is that I, I started with this group um, really back in 2008 during the recession. Mm -hmm. You made a decision in 2008 to go into comedy, and I made a decision to go into the nightlife business. Dude, right? I said it. I, I totally, I said it. I remember saying it then when I started comedy. I was like, there's all these people that I don't think would have been here without 2008, without the financial sure. collapse. Yeah. And then I said it at the beginning of the pandemic. I was like, and I this is kind of a sad, happy thing. The pandemic was the beginning and end of people's dreams. Yep. So maybe you were working hard at something and the pandemic came and you weren't prepared for it. That was the end of your dream. Maybe yep. you were working at a job that you didn't see really a future and the pandemic shook things up for enough for you to go, it's time for the dream. And you're seeing that right now with the lack of people, everyone's doing their own thing. Yeah. And not to not to get into the politics, but you mentioned you mentioned how Charleston's wide open and people have been having fun here and eating and drinking mm -hmm. and traveling and staying at hotels. And, you know, we we in Charleston were, were some of the beneficiaries of the shifts caused by the pandemic and has allowed us to build out Bodega and build out Sharehouse because all these people up in New York or Boston or wherever they weren't allowed to do whatever they wanted to do said, you know what? F it. I'm getting on a plane, I'm getting in my car, I'm packing up, and I'm moving south. And now this I, town a, is busier than it's ever been. It's a lesson, and this isn't meant to be an inspirational podcast. We're here to fuck around, but it is, it is, it, it is a lesson in nothing is good, nothing is bad. It just is. And it's right. like, oh, okay, you know, Charleston, you know, things change in a way, you know, pandemic, th people had ups, people had downs, but Charleston just stayed the same. Someone was like, I'm going, I'm going down south. I'm fuck Boston. Fuck this. You know, fuck the West Coast. I'm going East Coast. Fuck the East Coast. I'm going West Coast. Fuck yep. the Midwest. I'll go, you know, wherever. Anywhere you know, else. Anywhere else. <laughs> so it's, a, it's a lesson. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Keith Benjamin. The Owner, operator, restaurateur, chicken wing Keith he, of Uptown Social <laughs> and the new Bodega and Sharehouse. So go follow them at Bodega CHS, at Sharehouse CHS. Okay. I searched, I searched restaurant. Remember, okay. Luxury lounge, reusable to go containers. 
Jared, love the pods. Feather, feather. Can't wait to see you in San Francisco. I'm bringing the group chat. Love it. This happened to me last night, and after my initial frustration, I immediately thought of complaining with you. I ordered food to go from a local restaurant. When I went to grab my meal, it was packed in one of those reusable grocery bags. When I got home and opened the bag, it was full of all, all of it was full of all of these reusable stainless steel containers with silicone lids. The bag noted a website. I, this is the most San Francisco email I have ever read in my entire life. The bag noted a website I could visit in order to return the containers. This company is providing restaurants with these reusable Tupperware-like supplies, and then the customer is expected to return it so they can be cleaned and used again in participating restaurants. Listen, (laughs) here's the complaint. I love the earth and I'm usually fully on board helping us uh, fully on board helping us make it a better place to live. But this is extremely inconvenient. When I visited the website to coordinate my pickup, the earliest slot was four days out. Now she's got fucking messy Tupperware in her part. So now I have to sit with these dirty dishes stinking up my house for days or just wash the dishes, which defeats one. One if the one of the purposes of ordering out to begin with thought you'd understand my gripe. Love all you do. This is ah the. Keith, what do we think? I mean, come on. This is this is, this is asinine. This is asinine. It's crazy. I, it's just, if I brought, first of all, if I brought in reusable uh, takeout containers to my own home, my wife would kick me out of my own home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is. She doesn't even like our own Tupperware, let alone restaurants Tupperware, <laughs> which has theoretically been cleaned properly. There's a reason why single use became cool during the pandemic is because people yeah. don't like terms and they don't want to trust that all of this reusable stuff is being cleaned properly. Well, you know, not all solutions are the solution. Wow. You know, like, like this is this is very San Francisco. This the worst is, is that people, somebody was sitting there and was like, aha. Yeah, no, no, well, this, is, this is the reason why you don't want to live in San Francisco. This is the, I yes. love San Francisco. Have you ever been, you've been. You, I love it. It is a beautiful city. And, and do the Vespa thing. Do the Vespas. We do the, yeah. and listen, San Francisco is an amazing city that I've, I've talked about loving for years here. Yeah. The bars there, the Chinatown bars. Oh my God. They all look like they were painted by, yeah. you know, like everything there looks like it was a paintbrush stroke. Yeah. This is the reason to not live there is yeah. because it's right near Silicon Valley and you have to listen to every stupid fucking idea. You're always the beta test. San Francisco knows no matter what it is. And sometimes it's Uber. Sometimes you're early getting an Uber. And sometimes it's garbage Tupperware sitting in your apartment for four days and you can't say anything about it because it's helping the earth. No, this doesn't. How about biodegradable? How about the restaurants have to pay a little bit of an extra nickel to get the better to-go containers that will dissolve in a fucking wasteland? And then the worst part about this is that this 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 person, whoever came up mm. with this brilliant idea, will be so passionate about it that they're going to yes. pitch the mayor or city council yes. in San Francisco and say, not only should every restaurant do this, but it's got to be a law. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, it, <laughs> and, and, and they're and a hero. Francisco, and it will become a law. Yeah, well, they will step over the homeless people in the tenderloin <laughs> to get to the mayor's office to make right. this a law. And again, there's someone that might be listening saying this is, you know, th- there's another side of the aisle. And to me, this isn't political. This is the social construct of today where some of us are allowed to say certain things. Thank God for the luxury lounge, because this person is sitting in San Francisco being like, I can't believe I'm on a website. Like if I were them, I'd be like, I can't believe I'm on a website looking for Tupperware retrieval when I just wanted to get some 
some some beef some Thai mate. food on a Sunday night. Beef lo mein. Yeah, this is crazy. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast. If that at interrupted mine and your Sunday night, we'd be pissed. Because Chinese mean, food on Sunday night is 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 everything to you and I. Here, it's everything. They've ruined a family moment. They've ruined a meditative moment. This is against yep. mental health. Also, here's the other thing. Mine would be in the trash. I, I, I let me admit it right now. Let me let me admit to everyone. I would literally get halfway through reading the directions for how to dispose of my Tupperware. You wouldn't make it that far. I wouldn't even make it that far. It would be in the garbage. It would be in the dumpster. And now my Tupperware is living on until thirty twenty three because right. that's how long it lives. You've you're actually not, hurt I, the planet. Principle: You're not even going to put it in the blue bin. You're not going to put no, it in no, the recycle no, no, bin. No, 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 no. It's I'm, going to the trash. I'm going to get, no, I'm getting in a cab and I'm throwing it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> the J Train Podcast is brought to you by Rothy's. This is going to be your year. You're going to go to the distance and get it done. And while you're blazing that path, you want to make sure your shoes are keeping up too. Rothy's shoes are crazy comfortable and machine washable so your shoes stay fresh no matter what path you are on. I love Rothy's. I, so I have their driver's shoe in like a camo print. A driver's shoe is not usually comfortable right away. That wasn't the case with Rothy's. The minute I put them on, they were comfortable. They were great. I didn't get that blister in the back of my foot. Just a great shoe, and it looks sharp. Great gift for anyone in your life. Any dude that you're you know, dating, your you know, dad, uncle, whatever it is, brother, take your pick from insanely comfortable flats, sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, and more in men's and women's styles. It's not just shoes. Rothy's also has stylish washable bags, wallets, and other accessories. Best part, everything Rothy's makes is better for the planet. They've repurposed millions of water bottles into their signature thread that goes into every single one of their products. Hit the new year in stride with a fresh pair of Rothy's. New customers get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash jtrain. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash jtrain. Jtrain podcast at gmail.com. Jtrain podcast at gmail.com. Okay. And we're here with Keith Benjamin. It is Uptown Social. Charleston, Charleston, Charleston. Remember, if you're making a trip, you want to follow them on socials at Bodega CHS at Sharehouse CHS. Go follow. Okay. Luxury Lounge. If it says open at 9 a.m., be open at 9 a.m. My luxury complaint is that businesses, restaurants, grocery stores, athletic clothing stores that say open at insert time need not on need not only to be open at said time, but also ready to receive customers at said time. So this is I've had this complaint before. I think I did it on a Patreon version. It's like kitchen closes at 2 a.m. And it's one fifty-five. I should be able to order. Like, what time does your kitchen close at, at Uptown Social? What's going to happen at Bodega and Sharehouse? Our kitchen at Uptown closes at eleven o'clock mm-hmm. uh, nightly, uh, and then we do late night food. We do late night pizza until close, mm-hmm. and then at What's Bodega, uh, two a.m. Well, so, one, lights up at one thirty. So, so it's one fifty. One thirty. We are very clear about this. One thirty is the last time that food can be ordered. Got it. Okay, but that's written somewhere. That yes. is up on the wall. Yes, and then bacon, egg, and cheese will be served late night at Bodega and Sharehouse. You can so get bacon, egg, and cheese at all midnight. hours. All hours. See, this is fantastic, people. Yeah. If you're yeah. not going to Bodega and Sharehouse, I mean, bacon, egg, and cheese. 
that is the meal of the gods. That that's is the gods. that's the only thing you want at two. I got, late night bagel like bacon egg and cheese like so underrated. Never gets mentioned. Never gets talked about in the conversation. What I don't want is an episode like I saw on your social media a couple months ago, where mm. where you had ordered pizza, I believe, forgot about <laughs> it, or 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 it didn't come, or whatever it was. Yeah. So you put the pizza bagels in the pot. Yes, and, yes, yes. And <laughs> forgot about it and almost burned your house down. So we, we almost lost. We don't want people cooking on their own. We want people no. getting no. it on their. Okay. So no. recently, my girlfriend, longtime listener, introduced me to your podcast, and I went to our favorite brunch spot for breakfast after a hard morning workout. All we wanted after this workout was a tasty and healthy breakfast to keep that awesome start to our day going. When we arrived at the brunch spot, I briefly looked inside and saw the hostess and a barista, and no customers yet. I was excited, thinking, "Great, we get to sit at our preferred table and our and our meals served." in a timely manner. As we entered through the front door, we were immediately told by one of the hosts, sorry, we're not ready right now. Confused and embarrassed, thinking we entered too early, we walked out. When I looked at my watch, it said 9.05 a.m. I then looked at the hours posted on the entrance door and it said open at 9 a.m. My confusion then turned to annoyance. When my girlfriend went back inside to ask when they would be open, the hostess said, give us like 15 minutes. I, for one, I'm over with this unwritten rule that you can't get away with subpar service just because you're a popular restaurant. If you open at 9 a.m., don't get there at 8.55. Don't get there at 8.40 if you know it takes you longer than the time in between to get ready to start receiving customers. This is exactly what would make my, uh, make, start my, uh, make me start my own personal boycott and never eat there again. I mean, the audacity alone to make us feel weird for walking in at the time that you are supposedly open just uh, is just shitty. And no, I absolutely do not feel bad for your underpreparedness. The least could have been could have said was please excuse us we're a little behind today but please take a seat wherever you'd like and someone will get to you in the next 10 to 15 minutes i agree with them let's let's play the middle here come yep. you know come take a seat we're we can't tell you how sorry we are to close out we decided to walk around the area for 15 minutes got got literal hurricane like rain a fall on us on the way back then we after we got back she decided to tell us that they weren't serving for dine-in that morning and we could get our food to go sincerely all i wanted was a vegan burrito and several carafes of mimosas keith is this a thing that happens in the in the industry it is, and, I, and and this person could not be more right. I, I, you know, I said before the customer is not always right. The customer in this case is a hundred percent right. It is yeah. our job as restaurant owners, restaurant operators, what what have you, to make a commitment. You go on Google. Google says ten p.m. Mm-hmm. or ten a.m. Google says nine a.m. Google says eleven a.m. We can shift those hours anytime we want. Yeah, we put them on Google. We put them on our website. If we announce that, right, this thing is God. Right. Yep. So anybody Keith that just held to, up his phone, anybody that goes to their phone and can search the time that these places open and goes to that restaurant, it better be open. We are making well, that commitment to our customer base that we will be open at said time. Uh, and is, unless there's unforeseen circumstances where the air conditioning has gone out or you lose your water or whatever. Things that, happen. happens. that stuff happens. But just like, sorry, we couldn't get our shit together to me. Unacceptable. You couldn't be more right. The thing you're most right about is we are part of the Google generation. This has yep. come up on the podcast before. We search out everything. When people, pe- nobody's walking into Uptown Social, very few people, let me say, I would assume, walk up to Uptown Social and go, what's this? Right. <laughs> no, they came 
on a beeline. They came because they went on their phone and they said, where do we go next? And they searched bar and they Google search bar and they went on the map and they, you know, they pinched it forward and they said, oh, we're five feet away. Let's walk to this place. We are all going places more efficiently, faster. And it's because we look up things before. So if someone, if it says 9 a.m., you have to understand how that, that nobody w- wandered into your 9 a.m. opening. Everyone yep. knew it at 9 a.m. Yep. Yep. They're not J-train there by po- J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Title at Luxury Lounge. Give us a little taste of what it is. I, I like this one. Um, it, I don't think it's about restaurants necessarily, but let's get to it. Luxury Lounge Party Freeloaders. Okay, you ready? Jared, I'm so happy I found your show because, oh boy, do I have a luxury complaint. Backstory. My boyfriend of eight years is turning 30 this month, and to make it special, I decided to throw him a surprise birthday party with his family and close friends, around 30 people. I planned this event for months. I booked the second floor of a nice restaurant in our neighborhood that included a three-meal course for all the guests. So, Keith, you guys have events like this this is this is you guys have private events all the time people come in surprise birthdays bachelor parties engagement party you do it all yep so okay you know this you know this world well yep yep. okay i made a website for people to rsvp and order a great birth ordered a great birthday cake about a month and a half before my event my boyfriend and i went to get drinks with his best friend and his girlfriend when my boyfriend went to the bathroom, I reminded them to RSVP to the event, and they started giggling. The girlfriend asked me if I could acknowledge her boyfriend's birthday at the party since he was turning 30 a few days before the party as well, and they share the same friend group. What? No. I felt cornered and didn't know what to say other than sure. She didn't elaborate on what she meant by acknowledge his birthday. They did not offer to pay for anything other than the girlfriend buying a cake for her own birthday or for her own boyfriend. A cake that I also had to arrange the purchase and delivery of the to the event because she wasn't even going to do that. Might I add that the restaurant charged extra to bring outside cake, and I paid for this as well. The old cutting fee. Do you guys do a cutting fee? Well, we do because we we <laughs> offer we offer in house cake services. Well, you're gonna you're gonna refrigerate. You're gonna right. hold on to it. You gotta hold space. It's... Well, no. My point being that if we offer to make you a cake and you choose to bring your own cake. Well, then we lose, oh. we lose the sale. You're losing the cake so, sale. I get it. We use the cake sale, so we're going to charge you what it would cost. I get it. A few days before the party, I told my sister about the situation, and she said I should have asked them for money when they asked me to acknowledge his birthday since bringing in his own cake implied a joint birthday party. I would agree with the sister, but saying to someone, can you acknowledge my boyfriend's birthday is different than can I bring a cake to the party? That's Those right. are two different things. Acknowledge, I would go... We would literally. Here's how I would acknowledge the boyfriend's party. I would go, or the bar, boyfriend's birth, the other boyfriend's birthday. I would go, big surprise for my guy. The celebrate, happy birthday. How old are you? And then, oh, and by the way, it's so and so's too. Give it up, and then that would be it. I, I could agree. I, I don't have anything else to say to that. You're right. Yeah, that's that's, that's the it. level, like the idea that like they're a getting the. And guess what? It's it's Rob's birthday too. Ah, right. and that'd be it. Yeah, clap, clap, clap. Let's move yeah. on. Put on Space Jam album. Like yeah. this is not the idea that they're getting in the main birthday singing. No, 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 no. Acknowledge is not the same as split. Right. And when they said, that, "Oh, can we bring a cake too?" I would go, "Well, no." 
this isn't I, I would that's where I would say no, but I understand why they felt cornered. The party was yeah. okay, so um Asked her knowledge his birthday, own cake implied a joint birthday party. Okay, so and she asked, she said I should have asked them for money when they asked me to acknowledge his birthday since bringing his own cake implied a joint birthday party. But to be honest, I didn't know how to ask for money since I felt like they should have never even asked me to do this in the first place. Is not my fault. Uh, is not my fault they didn't plan anything. It's not my fault they didn't plan anything special in advance to celebrate with friends. The party was last weekend, and it was great. I only acknowledged the best friend's birthday when it was dessert time, and the staff brought out the two cakes. People saying happy birthday to both? Nah, I'd be mad at that, and continue yep. to have a good time afterwards. I want to hear what you have to say about this whole situation, because I would never do something like this, and if I did, I would offer to pay something as if as this somehow became a joint birthday party. The event was not cheap. I saved for it for months to pay for it. Can't wait to hear your opinion. Sincerely, the thoughtful girlfriend, the most wish they had so what do you think this is horrible this is horrible it's it's selfish it's it's bullshit yeah. it's, it's 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 it is freeloading for sure and it's it's just it's absolute laziness right you you have counted on someone else to do all the legwork for yeah. months and months and months and you're trying to piggyback on that effort and that legwork by saying hey do you mind if uh if I bring a cake and essentially infer that this is now going to be a joint birthday party. Yes, I do mine. Yes. You're an asshole and plan your own fucking birthday. You're freeloading on and, and it, it, the confusing part and the, the part people will defend and these people are wrong. They're deranged. They're out of their fucking minds. Yeah. The part they're going to defend is they're going to go, Oh, well, you were throwing it anyways, and it's like, no, 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 no. They're freeloading your reputation. They're right. getting a free ride to, I'm the good girlfriend too, and I, right. look at me. I'm, you know, I love my boyfriend just as much. No, no, no. That is not what's going on. You you threw a cake in there at the last second. You, you, you landed on third and thought you hit a triple. That's really what you're doing. That's like, that's like me opening Bodega in two weeks and having a food truck come up to me and being like, hey, you know, <laughs> we also have some pretty good sandwiches. You mind if we just throw them in the case while you yeah. guys do your grand opening we're, and see if we can sell gonna, a few? We're going to park outside yeah. and we'll make it a whole restaurant village. And it's yeah. like, no, 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 no. No, it doesn't work that way. Oh, that... that, that, that. <laughs> That email actually enrages me. Like I'm like so annoyed for this person. Like yeah. yeah, the party was the they write the party was great. The party was not great. Your party was ruined by outside people. Yeah. Yep. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Keith Benjamin. Uptown social. That's right. Go, go, go to Uptown Social right now. And the, the grand opening, I can't believe, did I not mention the grand opening is February 17th. Yep. So if you're in Charleston, February 17th is the grand opening of Share House as well as Bodega. They're not just opening one place. They're opening two places. So you could be there all day and have a very, you know, varied experience. February 17th. You may see your boy J Train there. I don't know who's going to show up, but you're going to see a bacon, egg, and cheese. I can promise you that. So, Share House and Bodega, February 17th. Go, go, go. Okay, so I sent you an email before. This has a screenshot. You ready? Okay, Luxury Lounge. Work party fail. Now, do you throw a bunch of work parties, right? All the time. So, you know what a work party is. We actually you have know one tonight. We have our holiday party tonight. Oh, so for those listening, 
a lot of the restaurant industry, if you're busy during holiday season, they'll yep. do it later. They'll yep. they'll a couple months out, they'll be like, okay, we're throwing the the Christmas party in February. So you're having you guys, but this goes back to what we talked about before with the person at the Howard Johnson's who's complaining to the person at the breakfast. It's all about work culture, how you get taken care of. That's it. That, that is, yeah. hey, we they throw a party here. You wouldn't believe they they yeah. take care of us. We have such a fun time together. Okay. Jared, I have just returned home from my work holiday party and knew I had to email you. Actually, it was a self-appreciation party because they booked it so late that it had to be January 23rd, 2022. See, they're mad at the January 23rd thing. Right. The, the, I don't think they're in the industry. I would assume they're not. My because, group is pumped because it gives them something to look forward to after the holidays. Totally, especially January. It's the, yeah. you know, January, everyone's doing, and I'm sure you did it. People are like, we're doing sober January. Okay, February 1st, we're having it. Yeah, let's go. I, I have attached the invitation and a photo of the room just for context. Okay, so let's look at the invitation. Let's see what she was expecting. Okay, <laughs> so Blank invites you and a guest to the annual appreciation dinner. See, I don't like that there's no acknowledgement right away that we screwed up. It should be the belated. Like when someone wishes you a belated happy birthday, hey, I'm a date. Like acknowledge yep. there's a mess up here. There's something uh, amiss. Sure. Sunday, January 20th. So they're not, they're already in full propaganda mode. Yep. Sunday, January 23rd, 2022, 4 p.m. cocktail hour, 5 p.m. lavish buffet-style dinner, 6.30 p.m. world-renowned hypnotist show, hip, <laughs> hypnosis show. Okay, that does it. And music and open bar, followed by delicious mouth-watering desserts, reserved by January 3rd, grand ballroom. Okay, we'll cut out the bottom-bottom. Okay. Keith, what are you expecting when you read this invitation? I mean, we can't talk about the town in which it's in. That's kind of fun. Well, we can't. <laughs> I'm not. A, we're this not town, here to talk I'm not about the town. No, we're not here about that because we don't want to. We don't want to in, in, incriminate the innocent. But the town, I'm not expecting much in this town to right. tell you the truth. Right. But right. I, I the, listen. We didn't my, grow up the, too far away from there. No, and their definition of grand. <laughs> Is going to be different than maybe, you know, in Charleston. But let, let's, right, right. let's, right. Uh, what do we think? But when I you say lavish, lavish buffet style dinner, I don't want to, I, I don't know if I want hypnosis and music. Like, I don't know about that. But the lavish buffet, what would you expect from a lavish yeah, I buffet? Mean, I, I frankly think that it's super obnoxious to put adjectives in front of what is actually going to be taking place at this dinner. Meaning like when you put, read, read a menu, right? You read mm -hmm. a menu at, at a normal restaurant and it says, mm -hmm. it says cheese pizza, right? Uh, with uh, pepperoni, peppers, and uh, onions. It doesn't say super de duper salty pepperoni, yeah. crispy peppers and delicious onions, right? Yeah. It makes it, it makes it childlike, trivial, whatever it might be. So if you say, you don't even need, you don't need, you don't need to say lavish buffet. You just say either light orders will be served or dinner will be served. There will be dinner and dancing. There will be live music. Anytime you're trying to sell me, we know it. 
You're not smarter than us. You know, the lavish buffet-style dinner jumped out off the page. World-renowned hypnosis show. You're setting up the hypnotist for failure. You're setting up the restaurant for failure because lavish is different to everyone, especially what you're saying. You reference the town that it's in. You know, lavish in upstate New York might be different than lavish in Boca Raton, Florida. Right. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm guessing it might be. You know. And and listen, everyone at your appreciation dinner is from different different places. You're only setting yourself up for failure. If someone wrote, if I was the 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 comedian at someone's work dinner and they said world renowned comedian, I'd be like, whoa, calm it down. Right, I'm okay. It's all subjective. Yeah, like, uh, to some. Right. You know? <laughs> so uh, if if they don't have the internet, yeah, I'm world renowned. I can I can make right. that happen. But right. it, it, so let's go to the ballroom. The ballroom looks nice. Um, not the ballroom doesn't match the invitation. The invitation is like we're going, we're going to Lavo, we're going to nightclub. <laughs> the inv- the picture of the ballroom I'm a, is. I'm doing a scroll right now. Right, you're, you're, I, I, I need to see all the fine details. Yeah. I mean, the invitation. This is your grandma's um, country club in Del Rey. Like this yep. is not. The same as the invitation. Okay, so let's go to their complaints and let's hear what ended up happening. One, okay, for reference, I work at a substance abuse clinic as a counselor. There were about 50 people. I mean, they need a party. There were about 50 people in attendance. This venue is one of the popular for weddings in my area. The food has always been good in the past. I had medium high hopes for tonight. Too high, evidently. One, cocktail hour was simply the bar and one tray of sushi and one tray of cold fried cauliflower. Listen, you go big with what you can do. Don't do sushi if it's a tray of sushi. Don't do that to us. In Poughkeepsie? (laughs) <laughs> you're not mentioning the town you already so, did you said it uh, did I, no i said upstate new york oh, so, i blew it so, i'll i'll we'll bleep so so <laughs> okay so uh lavish and then two it's not the coastal specialty up there no it's not listen no you don't want sushi from this inland <laughs> new york town Two, lavish buffet, more like clean out the fridge day. There was fried rice, chicken nuggets, guacamole with huge chunks in it, and no ch- no chips or vessel. I mean, guacamole with no chips, they're, they're, they're making fun of you. And pigs in a blanket, various weird salads, fried chicken. They didn't even stay on theme. Chicken nuggets and fried rice and fried chicken. Like, where are we? You know what the sound... I'll tell you where we are. We're at the Cancun All-Inclusive from Spring Break. Yeah. This is... <laughs> I don't even, she writes, I don't even know what else. I left hungry. Three, right. mouth-watering desserts, a.k.a. two-by-two-inch squares of sorbet on a stick, not even full-size ice pop. That's it. No cake, no coffee, despite the uh, there being coffee cups on the table, but no coffee. <laughs> It was a Sunday night when we all have to work the next day. That's not an no. That is not an appreciation party. No, no. Five. There was no poll. You know what that is? Entertain- a Sunday night is. I'm going to test you all. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to see how you look the next morning after going to the appreciation party. At, you've made it a um, an obligation too. Yep, yep. There was no poll on the entertainment; just a hypnotist forced upon us. Yeah, and if everyone's not having fun already, like no one's like, yeah, let me go loosen up under the under the mind control of this monster from upstate New York that I'm not even sure is good at this. Um, 
Open bar at a substance abuse clinic. Yeah, I didn't think of that. That's pretty bad. Many of our employees are in recovery themselves. How tone deaf can you be? That's pretty, that's quite that's, tone deaf. That's pretty tone. That is yeah. that is deaf. It they go, like they all. Jared, you remember when we when we went to summer camp together and we did like that mm. team building stuff and we go on like the zip line and climb the sure. climb the thing. Like they should have done something like either. I mean, I know it's cold, it's winter, but. Do like the trampoline something, park or something. Yeah, trampoline park, something physical, something yeah. like a, like a, like go to Dave and Buster's. Yes. Give everyone a card yeah. with yeah. like a hundred bucks on it each, and go have fun and a have some do- so soda. Yeah, yeah. bowling's yeah. great because that can opens up to some people. If you want to have a beer, you can have a beer while you bowl. Yeah. And if you don't, we can get you the you know all the fries and sodas you want. Yeah. Lastly, they write they also gave us an envelope with a hundred dollar bill as our holiday bonus. How about you don't have this party and give us more money no uh no one needed the disaster of this disaster of a party anyways i wish i had stayed home but then i wouldn't have had this to send into the lounge hope you and your guests get a laugh as uh get a laugh from this as i know i did i mean this is unbelievable this is an insult to someone who works in a like in a very virtuous career like this is how you treat people i what do you do for a, a work party? Like you're saying to people, and but you work at a, you know, this is a bar. You guys are around we're that talking, boat, so we're talking a substance abuse clinic. Yes, this couldn't be more opposite. Party yeah. and my holiday party, right? So yeah. I don't I think there's something in between. <laughs> but we will be uh, having a local restaurant prepare a huge dinner for everybody. Huge yes. is not open for interpretation. That is what it will be. Yes. Okay. Courses. There will be cocktails served at Uptown Social pre-party, and then we will go to another uh, establishment in town where we are bringing a DJ from New York City to DJ the party for our group and bringing in late night pizzas so that you don't have to resort to you know the J Train pizza bagel thing. I I get it. I listen. I've been. We've known each other years and years and years, but I've known you guys do holiday parties better than anyone. And you know what you don't do to people? You you don't make them relive their work life. You go no. outside. You do this at, even here in New York. You guys would go to Tao or a nightclub and you'd go to a place that wasn't just hanging out at the bar that we're at every night. You give right. people a reason to like brag about where they work at and how much fun yeah. they had. And look at, we had a DJ from New York. They flew him down. We're having food from another restaurant. Like the, what, what's most disappointing about this appreciation party is that they have shown they don't appreciate the people who work for them at all. Nope. There is no, this is the non-appreciation party. If anything, this shows you how little they appreciate you and you should find a new clinic to work at. Yeah. Anything, anything I believe that, um, you know, we talk about, once again, this is not an inspirational type of deal we're doing here, no. right? But but we talk about morale at our business all the time and keeping people happy and wanting to come to work. Now, if you give your staff a budget uh, reward or budget um, kind of uh, recognition for the work mm. that they've done, it's worse than doing nothing at all. You might as well do nothing at all because if it looks like you're cutting corners, you're trying to watch your costs, then you come out looking worse and the morale will be worse because of it. It is interesting you say that because she references the $100 in an envelope. It's like, no, 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 this $100 
doesn't feel like a hundred dollars. Right. You, you've ruined it. Yep. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Keith Benjamin, Uptown Social. We got Share House and Bodega, the grand opening, February 17th. Go to the grand opening. Go support this place. It's going to be fa- I mean, I hate the word support. No, no, no. You're supporting each other. Keith is providing a fantastic venue for all of you to go to, and you guys should be excited about something new opening up in town. And if you're visiting Charleston, make it a part of your trip. Add it to that itinerary. Make it your base for the weekend, either Uptown or Bodega or Sharehouse. That will all work for you. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. We'll be back next week. Boom.